What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 73rd episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton, and with me is Ran. <laughs> Suns out, guns out. It just sucks I have so much work to do. Suns out, guns out. Sucks I have so much work to do. Who the heck could this be? I thought, man, I thought I picked an easy one for you this week. Suns out, guns out. Work to do. Always got work to do. Hmm. This isn't easy. What? Who would say suns out, guns out? Hmm. Oh, it's got to be Ito. Nope. What? It's the same weapon. I'll give you that. How's that? Is it Dea? There you go. All right. All right. Cool. Second Fair guess. Enough. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess now I can see it. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, I don't know if like Dea would say that. But then again, like, yeah, she probably would. <laughs> Yeah, I thought about some of the other ones were really easy. If she talks about the Aramites or Mercs and stuff like that, I was like, oh, that's that's way too easy. So, and then I thought, like, who who has a lot of work to do? And then I thought, well, Ito doesn't have a whole lot of work to do, but you know, he is kind of like he kind of like gaslights himself to think that. Yeah, no, yeah, Ito has exactly zero <laughs> amount of work to do. He just thinks he does. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of beetle training. I'm not very good at these, obviously. <laughs> Okay, we'll get you up to speed on it. Pharaoh actually, I think, got... Yeah, Pharaoh got it in one last week, I think. Did he? Yeah, I think so. Who did I'm I surprised. Pharaoh's not here this week. No, but, no uh, he's not. But Pharaoh is notoriously bad at, like, quizzes and all kinds of things that we do on this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so... um. Jeez, it's, it feels like it's been forever, even though it's only been, like, I guess two weeks technically, but... Yeah, um, yeah. You feeling better, though? Yeah, I am feeling better. I still, like, occasionally, sporadically, like, hack up a lung. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, I had... I had, um... I had walking pneumonia? Yeah. That's what they told me. Walking and, pneumonia. Uh, yeah, I don't know the difference, and I don't know. So... Okay. Yeah, so I got sick, and then I got my wife sick, and then my wife went to the doctor, and she got better before me. And I okay. thought, uh, you know what? I'll just, I'll just wait it out. Like I don't want to go to the doctor. Um, and that's like a character flaw of mine. Where I was born in May, I'm a Taurus. I'm, I'm very stubborn. And um, my wife's like, go to the doctor, go to the doctor. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like I'll, I'll be fine. I'll heal myself. Like just cough it all up and I'll be good. Yeah. And I just wasn't getting better. (laughs) And then I got to the one point where like I was coughing so bad that I couldn't sleep. I was like gagging and I was just like, okay, I think I'm gonna go to the doctor tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then like we woke up at like the butt crack of dawn to go to urgent care on like a Sunday. And my wife's like, you're going, get out of bed. So I got out of bed and I went and yeah, it was, it was a, plus like on top of that, like I'm moving, um, I have to move everything, the rest of my things out of my apartment within the next like week and a half. Yeah, that's right. Work is stressful. Like I'm, I'm trying to switch jobs, but I have to study and take certification testing to switch my job. Mm. Mm. It's just like a whole lot. And like I said, I'm I'm very stubborn, so when I 
have to do things or when things are necessary to get done, yeah, I tend to, I push back a lot. And it's like, like I said, it's like a character flaw for me. It's like, <laughs> if, if someone tells me like, Hey, clean your room, my, you the motivation room. to clean my room is like in the negatives and i'm just like now i'm not cleaning my room for a week and that's just yeah. how i am oh dude i'm the same way i'm super stubborn with that. if i do something i'm gonna do it when i feel like it and i'll motivate myself <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm the same way exactly the, the funny thing is is like not at work though like when i'm at work my mm-hmm. boss is like hey can you do this i'm like i'll have it done yesterday okay it's yeah, like i you... can't i can't get it done fast like i can't get it done any faster i just get if it you... out of the way if you ask me something, the chances are I will do it a lot faster. But if you tell me to do something, it's like, well, no, you can sit there and wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. so. so, like, another example is, like, my truck. So I have a mm-hmm. truck. I got in a car accident. Uh, oh, geez, I don't even remember how long ago. I don't think I did, was doing the podcast then. Actually, I know for a fact I wasn't. But uh, I got in a car accident. My car was totaled. By the way, I like made out like a fat rat with this accident because it wasn't my fault and the person totaled my car, but oh. my previous boss sold me the car for like $1200 mm-hmm. and insurance gave me like five and a half grand for it. Nice. Yeah. On top of that, I inherited like a 94 like Chevy Silverado, like a K1500 <laughs> from my grandfather. Okay. And I got that for free. So, like, I had five and a half grand in my pocket, and I just got a free truck. Woohoo, right? Yeah. And so, like, I I think I'm pretty sure I spent all that money uh, paying off, like, some debt, and then I kept the truck. Yeah. Uh, Like a smart person would do. Sure. And then then the truck broke. Now, my wife has, like, a very reliable car, Mm -hmm. but I never got the truck fixed. Uh, and it was like so a smart. very now simple... are you smart guy. No, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not smart anymore. And I just drove my wife's car around for, I swear, like over a year and a half. I let this truck sit. Oh my God. And it took like a day. Like it took 10 minutes of my time, but I was just so people were just like, you need to get that truck fixed. You need to get that truck fixed. And every time they said it, I was just like, no, uh, nope, uh, nope. no, like over a year and a half. That's how stubborn I am. Oh my God. And now I have the truck back. I got it fixed like two weeks ago. Um, so yeah. Anyway, hey, just in time for example. the move, man. You can load it up. Oh, dude, it, we we took it for like two trips already. Hell yeah, dude. So, uh, but yeah, my my life has been extremely hectic. Um, and I don't know how to break this to y'all, but um, I will. And don't don't freak out. <laughs> But I will be stepping away from the show. Now, that doesn't mean the show's going anywhere. Um, but I have prioritized uh, Genshin and the podcast and the community as much as I love our community. Over, I have prioritized those things over more important aspects of my life, like yeah. taking care of myself and getting things done and improving other aspects of my life. Sure. And I would be doing myself and my family a disservice if I continued to do that. And so right now I need to make a very 
hard decision to say, okay, I need to um, give the reins over to somebody else who I trust, obviously. Um, and so Rand will be taking over the show after this week. Um, mistake number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not a mistake. Um, but yeah, and in, in I, I was explaining to Rand like, um, I basically have to prioritize like my health and it, it just hasn't been great. So, um, I mean, doing the show has been great, but, um, I've been like, you know, letting myself go and, um, and just not taking care of myself. And I think I need to kind of just like refocus like my attention on my life a little bit. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you stretch yourself. You're just stretched a little too thin, man. So, I mean, oh yeah. As, as much as I, you know, I generally like, be honest with you, like I respect this decision. I completely understand, like 100. percent Um, I do still kind of hate hate it because I mean, this. <laughs> I mean, I I got so interested in this show again because of of your hosting ability, basically, and the dynamic that you and Pharaoh brought to it, and just gave something that was so great to listen to. Um, so no, I, you know, I, I don't like that you're stepping away, but you do have to prioritize, you know, your health, you know, your family, your well being, and things like that. And when it gets to that point, you know, it is, it is the better decision. Um, but I mean, you know, as much as every opportunity I have or that we have to, you know, drag you back uh, <laughs> to come on here, you know, we're, we're going to take it. So, oh, there, there will be times where I'm back, especially if something crazy happens in Genshin. I'm just going to be like, I told you, I'm going to be like, Hey, Ran. Yep. Can I come on this week? <laughs> oh, I mean, see, you don't even have to ask me. As far as I know, this is your baby. I'm just going to, I'm just going to hold the torch for you for a bit. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think Ran is perfect. And I, I asked Pharaoh, but I, I, I knew Pharaoh was going to say no anyway, because he's just got so much, so many other shows to take care of. And, oh, dude, he does uh, so much. Yeah. Chronicles of Runeterra is his baby. And I know, um, Riot just announced, like, they gave, like, a, I guess they, they said, oh, season two is coming soon. So, of Arcane. So they're going to be, he's going to be, like, neck deep in that. So, yeah. Um, but, and, uh, the community's not going anywhere, and I think that's probably the more important thing to me. Where, um, you know, I'm, I, my wife asked me like, "Hey, are you upset that you're not doing your show anymore?" And I was like, "Honestly, no. I'd be more upset if like my community dissolved, and that's like something that would upset me. But everybody's yeah. super nice in the community, and there's no reason why, like, anybody would really want to leave just because the show's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, like." you guys have ran and he is like, he's awesome. Like probably one of the best decisions I've made to bring him (laughs) onto the show because you bring so much life and, um, and perspective onto the show that like, I haven't even thought about. So, yeah. Oh, well, I I really appreciate it. I've said it before when we talked about this, uh, before the show and and the times development, but I, I, it, it means a lot with the, with the vote of confidence. And uh, if, if, if our listeners in our community have a, uh, you know, half the faith in me that you do, then uh, then I consider myself more than fortunate, and I'm going to do my best to to keep the show as good as it is now. Cool. So. Put your own spin on it, though. Don't just do what I'm doing. 
<laughs> Copy paste. I'm not that creative. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are creative. You will figure it out. Listen, you should. You guys should. If you go back on Twitter and you scroll through Twitter and you see my sorry tweets, and then see the interactions Rand gets. Like the the one tweet was like a meme of like something at the bottom of the ocean. I forget what it was, and my phone was blowing up. Oh god! It was like was I remember that. I don't know. It was like over two hundred some likes, which like. To someone who's, like, famous, obviously, like, that's nothing. But, like, I was just like, dang, my phone's really blowing up. Like, what is Rand doing on Twitter right now? Yeah, I commented something on one of the on one of the Hoyo, like, official tweets or something. And, yeah, it, for some reason, that's the one that took off. So, yeah. I was like, okay. That's yeah, I, the, the last one I did, I posted. Oh, yeah, the uh, the one where they were asking, how does the... um. The Tibet uh, tabloid Twitter posted up a thing. How do you light the uh, the underwater, like the torches? Oh yeah, yeah. And I posted up uh, like something from Futurama with Bender down there. It's like, oh, that's where I left my cigar underwater. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. It's like three hundred and ten interactions. Like, oh, I mean, okay, cool. Yeah. So no, I think the show's in good hands, and I'm excited to see what you do with it. Um, but I'm not going anywhere. Like Rand's Rand's gonna host the show. He'll probably be the server admin for Discord, but I'll still be in there chatting with you guys and talking about Genshin. It, I even I did for us for a moment think, I think I might be done with Genshin too, and no. then I was just like, uh, well, I really like the game and I love the story and the characters. And my wife's like, why are you gonna stop playing Genshin? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you stop? And I was just like, yeah, I know. She's like, just. Don't make it your life. Yeah, just like, dial it yeah, back true. a little bit. Yeah, just got to dial it back. Oh, dude. And I then I thought, this, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then I thought about like, man, I, maybe I shouldn't do my dailies today. And then I just shook my head. I was like, nah, I'm going to do them. And then I did them. <laughs> but you're not so, like, you're not like looking at, hey, we got to go pick our kid up. It's like, hang on, I got to, I got to, you know, make condensed resin real quick because I'm resin capped. Oh, yeah. I'm still doing that. <laughs> It's a bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I I tried to stand up for you. I try try to yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm <laughs> okay. honest. I'm stubborn, but I'm honest. <laughs> okay. Well, a, a fool, but an honest fool, you remain. <laughs> All right. Enough of the heavy. Um, yeah. We got a literal packed show. So, um, live stream program happened. Uh, was it this morning? Yeah, this morning. It did. Um. So we're going to be talking about that, um, and that and that has a lot of awesome things that I'm ready to talk about. Some things that I hate, though, too. So, oh, yo, uh, oh, yeah, it's mostly about the event wishes that really make oh. me mad. Okay, um, but it's it's probably like a personal thing. It's not anything that anybody else is probably going to really have an agreement on, but we'll see. Got it. Um, but at HoyoCast on Twitter, obviously, Rand does a tr- tremendous job over there. Um, it's slacking. Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash uh backslash forward forward slash yeah forward slash that at that randman right that's you on Twitch uh yeah and uh we have a new Discord link because our awesome community server boosted us like fifteen times so in Discord when you do that you get your own link Ooh. um normally I would say Discord.me uh which is like some off off the wall website with a bot that redirects your link to our server. Um, so you don't have to be like discord.gg slash capital J lowercase L nine 
oh, oh the invite really is zero. Yeah. Um, so now it's just discord.gg forward slash the residence, which is like Discord's official thing. So it, I have both invites available because I haven't, if I took the dot me away and someone went and listened to an older episode and was like, oh, do they have a Discord? And then they tried to click it, it would, it wouldn't work. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's discord.gg forward slash residence if you guys want to join the Discord. And like I said, the dot me works for now, but what, I mean, if, you know, you want to keep that, you can, but yeah. So, um, but yeah. And the, the community is great. It is great. It is my favorite thing about this whole show. Oh, absolutely. Community. Not everything, uh, all the people that have joined up, um, we got so many like regular members and we, again, we haven't had a single, uh, like negative or toxic person join it at all. No. And it's nope. just, and it, cause you always hear these things where you get like game communities, anime communities, things like that. Is that there's always, oh, this is the most toxic community. Oh, this is the most toxic community. And I mean, I'm sure there are Genshin communities out there that are like that. And there are people that are like that, but our, we've had managed to say like surprisingly clean. Um, and yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I love it. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Just, just go to Genshin impact officials or Genshin impact unofficials discord mm-hmm. server and go to their team help or character build advice and type in, Hey, I'm thinking about building my character like this. And you'll probably always have one person that says, but why this? Yeah. And your initial thought is going to be, well, I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but no, we don't have any of those people in there, so that's good. All right, uh, news. We have the studies in light and shadow, a event snapshot studies of Fontaine. So this just dropped, I think today, right? Or maybe it, it was did. yesterday. Yeah, uh, adventuring twenty or above to take part in this event. And you also need to unlock any statue of the seven in Fontaine, which is, that's a weird eligibility, but I guess you, you need it. So that's, um, yep. that's interesting. I never just, I, I don't think I've ever seen that as an, uh, legibility requirement, but okay. I think you just want to make sure that you're in Fontaine and you can get to it. True. I guess you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, event details from the first day of the event, a new photo record objective will be unlocked every day. Uh, for a total of six stages and six photo record objectives will be unlocked. Travelers can use Bresson's special camera to help him record various sights and scenes. You can take photos of anything that meets the relevant requirements. If you cannot find anything that should be recorded, you can try searching the area Bresson recommended. Uh, and you will adjust the camera's distance and zoom to more easily record said objects. And you can earn Prima Gems, Hero's Wit, I think those are the talent materials. Yep. For the uh, for the Fontaine characters and Samora. I always like these events, especially the photo taking ones, because they always like they give you really nice screenshot opportunities. <laughs> they do, and I think they're just good, just casual fun that just mixes it up a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I I like these little photo events so. Are you happy with the events that have happened so far in Fontaine? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Very much so. Yeah. Um, I mean, there have been some, like, a combat events to combat events, like, whatever. Um, like the most recent one? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, go to these three places and, you know, beat up some crabs. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but no, but like like we were talking about like the I talked with Pharaoh and I think uh, we talked on the episode before you got sick as well. Like the uh, the underwater racing event where you go through oh, the thing, so you good. dodge the balls and everything. Yeah. yeah, everything everything underwater has been has been phenomenal. Yeah, um, for sure. And and I think that they're doing a really good job of taking advantage of it and mm-hmm. utilizing it in events and gameplay. Uh, so no, uh, Fontaine events have been really really good so far. Yeah, and just going off of like 4.1 which we'll get into in the second half of the show but they even go into that more like they lean into the underwater exploration even more and it's so good good okay uh adventure encounters uh this is from the 13th so a couple days ago but when this hits you it'll probably be like five or almost a week we're going to kind of skip over some of these because most of these are in the special program live stream Uh, But they have a special section called Thoughts on the Future. Uh, And it says, in addition to the content that will be released in version 4.1, we will continue to optimize your gaming experience for future versions. Mm -hmm. Adjustments are already being made to the systems and pages most commonly used by travelers. Here you will find answers to some of the most frequently asked questions. Uh, It says, the first question is, when will one-click expeditions be available? Uh, it says related features are already under development and we will simplify the operations of expeditions, forging and cooking, make it easier for travelers to get the rewards and dispatch expeditions. I don't think any of these are particularly hard. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, like the forging is kind of like, okay, you just, you craft it and you walk away. Yeah. Like the mystic enhancement or is the only thing that I really craft outside of weapons, but the weapons are all like five seconds. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind that, but. And like cooking, it's like I like the cooking mechanic. I don't um, like the cooking mechanic, but I like how quick it is. Yeah, so I mean, you do like a recipe ten, fifteen, or twenty times depending on the level of it, and then you can auto cook after that. Yeah, and then it's, that's like okay. How much easier can it get? Yeah, unless so, they just um, completely eliminate the delicious and all that stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I would love for the delicious thing to be a lot easier, but or not not really easier, but I mean, but. Once you perfect a recipe and you auto-cook, then everything comes out delicious anyway, doesn't it? Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, are they just going to get rid of, like, that mechanic and always just keep it delicious? Or are they going to lock the delicious and suspicious dishes just behind characters solely? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't see... I mean, even with, like, the expeditions, like, I go through and I just... You know, redeem official, claim goods, reassign official, done. It's like click, 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 done. Then it's been yeah. a click, 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 done. And it's, I just cycle through and it's just real, it's real simple. I don't, I don't understand how much simpler you want things unless you just don't want to play the game for <laughs> six I, seconds. The, the only thing I can see with the one click expeditions is let's say you click official and you're like, okay, official Mondstadt, she gives you the bonus or something. It, it brings it down like a couple hours or whatever. Yeah. And you set her in there, but then, like, you can claim what she's gathered, but it won't take her out unless you take her out. Okay, like, it'll just so automatically maybe, just refresh? Yeah, like, it'll just be a continuous thing. And okay, if you, I'm cool with that. Kind of like your realm currency in the teapot. Like, you yeah. claim it, and then it just keeps growing, no matter what. Okay, I like it. So you assign this person this, and they just keep doing it until you tell them to stop or reassign something else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I like that. Yeah. I, I, can, I can be good with that. That's what I think they're going to do, but I I don't know. Okay. So it says one click, so you only got to do one click. I don't know. 
Sure. Uh, there are too many enemies listed in my adventure handbook. Finding a specific enemy in there takes a long time every time I'm farming for materials. Uh, they said to improve travelers' experience in finding enemies and obtaining the materials needed to level up, we are going to make some tweaks to the way enemies work. The display of enemies will be adjusted to make it easier for you to locate. Additionally, after tracking an enemy and reopening the page, your previous choice will be retained, and you won't have to go through the entire list again. You'll also be able to click bosses' icons on the map to view their respawn times. That I like. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that one is good. I just... I don't understand why the when you navigate them through the handbook, yeah. they it stops navigating even though they're still out in the world. Do you know what I mean? No. Okay, so let's say like Genshin launched with like 1.0, right? Uh, yes. And you have uh you only have so many hillatrills. Yep. And you're farming all the hillatrills in your world. Okay. Well, there's only so much. And let's say, okay, the game thinks that there's 100 hillatrills. And once you kill uh-huh. 100, it thinks that it's done. It'll say, oh, it'll they'll respawn in like in an hour or in okay. 24 hours or whatever it is. Sure. But then they expand the world. Like they add Leeway, they add Inazuma, they add Sumeru, they add Enkonomiya. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's almost like the timer is still set to like that one, those 100 oh. hillatrills. So if you actually haven't done this, you can navigate an enemy, and once you hit like a certain, I don't know know if there's a certain, yeah, I I got, I got you, got it, got it, it. yep, yeah, I know exactly what you mean because I was farming treasure hunt, treasure hoarders for the little coins and stuff, Mm -hmm. and then it's like, oh, searching for it's like no enemies available, but they're there, they're there, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I think that's the that's the most frustrating thing. It's like there's four other regions, they're they're out there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. So yeah, I think. I think that like they need to focus on that. I don't care like what the how how long I have to scroll to find the enemies. That that's easy. Yeah. I don't know. The okay, time no, the like... time that it takes me to to now lose the navigation and go mm-hmm. manually go find the spawns versus the amount of time it takes for me to scroll down a list. Mm-hmm. It's like negligible basically. Yeah. But the respawn times for bosses is good. Because no, there yeah. t- well, there you get that for... on the trounce domains. Like when you do the, your weekly bosses, it's got the countdown for it. It's like, will it be available in six days and however many hours? But that's such a long time that like, mm-hmm. I feel like you should know that, okay, you did it once and now you got to wait seven days. Yeah. But the world bosses, like, like I would go kill a world boss and then go... I don't know, go do something like go do a daily commission mm-hmm. or go ascend somebody and then come back and the boss still didn't spawn. Yeah. And then I have to like spawn what, back five out. minutes or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, but I think that is helpful. Sure. No, 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 no yeah. First of all, uh, for boss, if you're trying to grind out materials and stuff for characters, uh, knowing like how much time you got, it's like, oh, okay, well I got, you know, five minutes or six minutes, whatever it is, I'll go do this. And they just, mm-hmm. oh, how's my timer at? Yeah. So now I'm cool with that. Enhancing artifacts requires a lot of clicks. Is it possible to add more boxes? Similar to the enemy's optimization, we want to optimize the enhancement experience by simplifying operations. The number of materials that can be added to enhance artifacts and weapons will be increased. And the smart add feature for artifact enhancement will be developed 
to enable rapid enhancement to level 4, 8, 12, and 16. That is amazing. Yes. That I, I locked onto that. It says when you can just, how high do you want to go? Just take it all the way up to level 4. And yep. Click, and only level done. 4. Yes. Because I do they, that now. I just auto add and it gets like level 3 and they have to go down and like manually select like one like level 4 artifact to like mm-hmm. just get it to that mark. Yep. So Yeah, I think this is a great this is a great feature that or optimization that they definitely needed. Yes, sir. Um as for character leveling, experience materials will be able to be auto added and the level up and ascend pages will be merged. When travelers level up characters to the upper limit of their current level, they will be able to ascend characters directly without having to open the ascend page. That's a nice okay. quality of life. But do we like you know how like we waste experience? Why can't we just get like an experience another experience currency or something even, that you don't like, like really need a currency. It's like whenever you use uh weapons and stuff for your like your weapons like if you your go into ores. excess yeah, yeah you get like little mini ores back yeah give like us if the, I throw, the white or green ones yeah if i throw a buttload of a purple adventure experience in this thing and it's too much because i you know how many times i go up to a character and it's like oh if i add this oh you're gonna go five thousand eight hundred and seventy five over i'm like okay well i won't use the purple ones how many blues does it take or you're gonna go 1,635 over. Okay, let's not do that. How many greens? Uh, and, and I'm trying to like math this to work. Oh, you're only going to go 320 over your experience. I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. But I don't yeah. want to have to math. I'm not that kind of Asian. I just, just do it for me. <laughs> just, just let me throw the purples at it. If I go over, they give me some blue and green uh, adventure things back. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, listen, like, I love that they're doing a lot of these because they are helpful. Yeah. Especially for a game like Genshin where, you you know, it's that game where you log in, you got to do your dailies, and if you don't have a lot of time, you want to do your dailies, you want to do your expedition, you want to get your resin condensed or run through it as fast as possible, and I like that they're making things quicker, so that's mm-hmm. cool, and I respect that, yep. but there are some other tweaks that they could do, too. Yeah, uh, yeah um, like the, uh, we could use the Star Rail uh, artifact grinding where you can select your main stats and things like that. Hmm. Yeah, uh, there, there would be some nice changes there, but I'm sure yep. like a lot of the things from Star Rail are going to start coming because they're already starting to trickle down. Yeah, they will. And yep, I'm all for it, especially with how many new characters there are. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Genshin Impact collaborates with uh, Sui Han. I don't know if is Sui the right. I think that's Sui Han. Yeah, I, uh, sure. I don't sure. Know. Genshin Impact has teamed up with the world figure skating champion duo in the world's first career Grand Slam pair, uh, Sui Wangjing and Han Kang, to present an all-new figure skating video inspired by Fontaine's Icewind Suite, which is the world boss that you can fight in Fontaine, and you can choose Coppelius or, oh boy, Coppelia, yeah, <laughs> um, very cool like i love this stuff that they do it's so awesome that they think like i never would have expected them to do this Mm -hmm. but it fits and i love how they bring different cultures and different aspects of life and make it relevant to genshin oh yeah no absolutely uh that's like what we had the uh where the guy made the art uh the artifact set yeah on the last special one where it's actually oh this is like the real life crafting that 
you know, this guy can do. It's like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love when they do stuff like this. This is great. And I think everybody should check it out. I mean, you don't need to like fig, uh, figure skating to watch the video, but it's very cool. Yep. Um, and it's cool. Like you, you like everything they, they do in the, in that they do in the game when you fight the boss, they do in this video. So, well, I wonder if they like actually had them like perform like, like a, like a set, like a routine and then made the character like based on that. And I'm sure they like use like, you know, watch like videos and saw stuff. Um, that would make it easier for them to make something that was genuine. So I'm wondering if like, yeah, I would think like, did they do this first and then like, okay, let's have them do this and we'll have like attack things to it. Uh, you know, with their whole music, um, the music, uh, that they do and all the mm-hmm. orchestra stuff that they do. Yeah. Um, I think I wouldn't put it past them to reach out to these people to like choreograph something and throw something together that they could like, uh, test and uh basically like mimic the em- enemies to do in the game i wouldn't put it past them oh yeah so um, no not, they're not this this stuff like this is just really really cool yeah um i didn't include it in the show notes because i forgot about it but did you guys talk about um the music producer for hoyomix leaving Yes, yes. We, uh, well, no, we did not talk about because we just got word of that, um, like a couple of days ago. But yeah, uh, Yufeng Chen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, from what I've heard, is that Yufeng he stopped making the music for 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 uh, Genshin like halfway through Sumeru is what I've heard. Mm. So like like I like the last half like the last third of Sumeru music and like all of the current Fontaine music he did not have a hand in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know how much of that is true, but uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, like, I did not hear, I, I this took me by surprise. Yeah. Um, but it does make sense that, like, if, if they, if he was going to leave, he wouldn't just, like, leave and then Fontaine would come out. Because then I, I feel like people might be like, oh, I don't like the music from Fontaine. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I Where, like, really now, well... I mean, <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Like, I feel like people would have knee-jerk reactions like, oh, I don't like the music from Fontaine because Yuping Chen's not there. Yeah. I th- Where I now it's like, fair. oh, I like I like the music. And now you can't be like, oh, I like the music and then find out and then be like, oh, I hate it. Yep. I, you know, I think that that's probably a good way of approaching it because they gave a chance to people to accept the new music and then at the same time not realize that the change has already happened. So that way they're not, they don't have, like, like you said, they don't have that shock. Yeah. So, but, uh, but no, I mean that, I think that sucks because obviously the music up to now has been really, really great. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think I stated that, uh, on Twitter as well as like, it sucks to see like, like, this is like, you know, this would be like a square Enix lost, like, you know, Uematsu doing final fantasy music. Yeah. You know, that's, it's just the name of the soundtrack. It's the name that you tied to the soundtrack. Um, and so when I when I first heard that, oh, he's leaving. I'm like, that makes me. It made me concerned for the the future of Genshin music, or and like and Hoyo music in general. But I and I but I still have a lot of faith in their in their sound team. Yeah. Um. But then when I heard the news, like, oh well, 
he's already stepped away. Like they've done like all this other music in the last part of Sumeru and going into Fontaine that has just been the, the Hoyo uh, sound development team. And I'm just like, I mean, awesome. I mean, faith was not misplaced. I think they're doing, they're doing a great job. And I mean, some of the Fontaine music, yeah, I'm not super crazy about, but none of it's bad. And some of it I really, really like all the underwater stuff. Great. The battle themes. Cool. Um, and no, I mean, uh, and I, I keep harping on, it, but I, I think it's I do think this is this is a hit. Um, that sucks that we have to take, but I I think everything's going to be fine. And apparently, this was a mutual separation. Yeah, um, he yeah. he says according to the plans for my personal creative endeavors, after careful consideration for some time and several discussions with the company, I have chosen to leave me Hoyo and Hoyo Mix team to continue pursuing my music dreams. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And he said that there was no bad blood, basically. And so yeah. Yeah. He's just like there's there's other things that I personally want to do for me. So, uh, sounds like uh someone else on this show. Yep. <laughs> just to kind of bring that back. <laughs> I can blame he inspired me. <laughs> oh yeah. That it was Hoyo inspiration. You know, that's what that's what that's what pushed you over the edge. Yep. If he's you leaving. I'm leaving too. Yep, that's right. Oh my god. Yeah, for for me, like you said, the the music the music director for Final Fantasy leaving. This is like um when I found out that uh oh boy, I forget his first name. Um his last name is Turner, but he was the main um artist for a lot of Pokemon, like a lot of them and oh? a lot of my favorite designs. Um, oh, James Turner? James Turner, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yep. And uh, yeah. And so uh, I loved a lot of his designs. I thought whenever he did designs, they were great. Um, and then he left and he went to go do his own uh, his own video game. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was like something that hit really hard where I was just like, oh, dang, like, I wonder, like, you know, what are the Pokemon going to look like? And it, I'm not surprised because now... You with Scarlet and Violet, a lot of the Pokemon designs, I, I don't really like them all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Genshin and uh, Yuping Chen leaving, I feel I feel like I I sincerely enjoy the Fontaine music mm-hmm. so much that I thought it was Yuping Chen still. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't see, I didn't feel any dip in quality at all. So I, no. I think everything's going to be completely fine. Yeah. Um, but that's it for the for the news. Uh, so let's go into a break, and then when we come back, we will go over everything related to four point one because I cannot wait to talk about some of this stuff. I bet, man. We we were ready for you on the last episode. So let's let's do it. And we are back from our break. 
Uh, as always, Sora Hoshina's overviews are amazing. You can check them out on Hoyo Lab. Uh, they did a 4.1 special program live stream overview to the stars shining in the depths. Uh, this was a, another new uh, live stream program without the, well, I shouldn't say without the chibi voice actor narration because they did do some of that stuff. But yeah, uh, this was like a developer's thing again, which is cool. I like it. It's just a lot of reading for me. It, it it was yeah when they do the the full uh, the Chinese uh, presentations yeah yeah so it's like all right subtitles let's go but the subtitles worked this time which is great yeah they help well they always work on Twitch uh they they do but I never watch on Twitch because ah. yeah that's too early brain for me <laughs> got you <laughs> okay um how did you like the trailer. I liked it a lot, actually. Um, yeah. Very dark. Um, there were a lot of voice lines that I heard that, um, like the the game is getting is the game is getting dark. Yep. The the story and stuff is like the things that you hear from like Fiorina and Rothsley and and some of the things that you see. It's like this is this is getting really really intense really really fast. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, so the two things that stood out to me were. It's very ominous. Like, yes, they're 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 starting to talk more about like death and darker topics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And the other thing is, at the end, I had I had literal goosebumps. I was sitting next to my wife, and I was just like, I have goosebumps right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, the and it's it's the music. It's the way the the voice lines. Yes, you hit the nail on the head. It's it's perfect, and it. It definitely, it definitely sets the tone for a much darker future for Genshin. But yeah, yeah, I would Very say cool. probably the biggest thing that hit me was uh, probably Fiorina's lines mm-hmm. uh, when she was like screaming and stuff. I was like, "Oh my!" Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. yep. So, um, so uh, Sora jumps right into it. Wish banners for Phase One. Man, I was I had my fingers crossed. I'm like. Put a put something on there that I already got. You know what I mean? Just do it. Just put Nouvellet with I don't know, Shao or, <laughs> or Venti or you know uh, who else? No, no, we're not gonna do that. Shenha. I don't need any constellations for Shenha. Put Shenha back on there. <laughs> put put Gene on the banner. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which, by the way, I haven't talked about it. But I lost on uh, who, who was with Yalon? Uh, it was oh, oh Linny. I yeah. lost. I lost my fifty fifty to Gene again. Yeah, uh, that's like what C twelve Gene, something like that. It's C ten. C ten Gene. The odds. The um, odds. It's crazy. She loves uh, you that much. She does, and I don't even have her skin. Oh yeah. I will though. I will have. I will buy them all eventually. At, at this point, you, you're like. I feel like you're contractually obligated to. Yeah, you're right. I think if like maybe if I hit like C12, that's like two, or I guess C13 would be two C6 genes. Then maybe I would be like, okay, time to get the skin. I, I think if you hit C12, which is basically two C6 genes, that you should just get one for free. 
Yeah, for real, you should. <laughs> like it's like you pull you you fully constellation this character twice. Have a skin. You've yeah. earned it. Uh, but no, they uh they decided to to run two characters again right after mm-hmm. Linian and Yelan. Uh two yep. characters that I do not have. So Nouvellet obviously I don't have. But Nouvellet will be one of the five star characters on the phase one banner. Uh, alongside Hu Tao, who just had a rerun not that long ago. I feel like that she was up here recently. She was, um, and I think people would pro- most people are probably happy with this, but I'm not because I don't have Hu Tao. Got it. I oh, see. This is an easy pick for me because not that I mind Hu Tao, but I her playstyle does not mess with me. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole like, oh, keep your health as low as possible, deal as much damage as possible. Right. And it's like, nah, I ain't doing that. Yeah. See, I can understand that, but now that I have Yelan and I've seen what she can do with Hu Tao, mm-hmm. it makes me really want Hu Tao. Yeah, but I've, I've seen Nouvellet, and I saw what he did to Child, so Nouvellet gets the primos. True, true, <laughs> true. Um, I think I'm probably going to be pulling for Nouvellet here. Okay. Although I have some concerns, oh, let me scroll. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk about those concerns, but we'll, we'll hold off because it kind of <laughs> goes, it's kind of goes into his kit. All right, got it. Okay, now, this is where I get really salty with phase two. <laughs> all right, okay. because you know Hoyoverse, they like to pretend like they're on some schedule, some routine. You mm-hmm. know, everything's kind of the same, and whenever they drop drip marketing. Usually you have one five-star character and you have a four-star character. So when these came out, I thought, oh, you know, it's a given. Nouvellet is going to be the five-star character. And Rossley's going to be the four-star. Four star. Yep. Well, guess what? Not that I'm I'm very happy that he's a five-star because I think he deserves it, especially given the way he fights. Mm-hmm. But he's a five-star character. And that is another five-star character that I will most likely not have. He is also our very first cryo catalyst. That is right. He is our first cryo catalyst. Yep. As long as you don't count pseudo pseudo catalyst Mika. No, nobody <laughs> okay. counts pseudo catalyst okay. Mika. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, phase two is going to be Rossley, who is the five star catalyst, uh, cryo catalyst. Uh, he is going to be alongside Venti. So yeah. So thoughts on this banner. Uh, this is a good banner. Uh, I like that they are cycling through Archons each mm-hmm. update. I think that is very good. Um, I would think that given the previous, uh, in 4.0, it was uh, Zhongli. Mm-hmm. I think it'll probably either be Raiden or Nahida, and then maybe uh, Farina. But I don't we know if they ha- hold out on Farina for that long. Did we just have a Raiden banner? Uh oh, you know maybe we did. Yeah, so maybe we need a Nahida banner, and then yeah, a Nahida okay. banner, and then we have Farina, which would yeah. make sense because I think the the third update or the fourth update is around when they drop it, right? The Archon. Uh, uh. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, <laughs> um, but I do like this. I like this one. Um, it's just super hard for me because. It, it, he was probably one of my most favorite characters other than Navia 
in the like trailer. Wise? Yeah, design-wise, oh, yeah. yeah. And it just makes me so sad that he is in the same update with two other characters that I need to add to my collection. Yeah. Um, no, he 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 looks he looks really really cool. Um, so but yeah, th- these are two really really strong banners, I think. Oh yeah, because Hutel always draws a crowd. Um, the two new characters both look great, Nouvellet and Rossley. So I think they're going to pull numbers as well. Oh, the Husbando crowd is is eating up. So I'm happy for them. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's look into Nouvellet a little bit more. Uh, obviously hydro yep uh, hydro yep uh did they say what his weapon was oh he's a catalyst so he's a hydro catalyst um he has a skill mm-hmm. that uh produces source water droplets and uh Nouvellet will absorb these and it will increase the formation speed of the seal created when charging up his charge attack and will heal him as well Yep. If the seal has been formed and then a charged attack, uh, equitable judgment will be unleashed, dealing continuous AOE hydro damage in a straight line area in front of him. Uh, his elemental skill and elemental burst can both generate source water droplets. Um, now, my only concern is how long it actually takes to charge this thing. It, it's it's going to take a lot of planning and building around this character to make, I think, like full use of him. Mm-hmm. Um. And just, I'm going to have to see it in practice because it seems like it takes a lot of work to unleash, like, what you want to do with him. Yeah. The only thing that I can think of that would maybe make this, like, really cool Mm -hmm. is if they add an artifact set or, and maybe there is one and I just haven't looked into it because there's a ton of artifact sets that are out there that I just haven't touched at all. Yeah. Or even weapons for that matter. Um but if there's like a, a decreased charged attack speed, you know what I mean? Like, or an increased charge attack speed that they can get like through artifacts or through a weapon passive. I think that's even better. I bet, I bet there is something like that. And I bet it's hidden in his constellations. Oh, I guarantee it. True. I guarantee yeah. it. Like, oh, wow. This takes a long time to be like C2, like reduces number of water droplets for a full charge by two or some crap like that. Well, that's not what concern. It's not the water droplets that concerns me. It's the time. It's the time that it takes to charge it up. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I mean. It'll do. It'll do something where like um, it's like with Eula's skill. It was like her like C one or C two. Like normally for her skill, you have to hold it down to do the big AOE slash. Mm-hmm. But with her constellation, it becomes the one tap. Mm. So they'll, they'll probably do something like that in his constellations. I'm I'm willing to bet. I just hate that he looks so good. He does. He he just looks so good. Uh, yeah, he's got that floaty thing going on that uh that Wanderer has too. Yeah. And so so what what do you think? What do you think of his uh his Blastoise hydro pump attack? Oh, I like it. Hi, uh, Blastoise yeah. was my uh, Squirtle was my starter. Okay. I, I stand by that hundred percent. Cool. So yeah, Nuvolet uses he's hydro not pump. The Wanderer because he literally would be named Blastoise. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I but, think I think it, I think it's really cool. I'd if it, it fits, you know. He's like he's this very um, masculine and v- like very very much sets the tone when he's in the room. And I feel oh, yeah. like the the animation and like the force behind his attacks definitely fit. 
He has a walking stick. He walks around with this like super dapper cane. Yeah. And then all his animations, he just like takes it with both hands, just like stabs it into the it's ground great. and like Yeah, I was like, okay. So not nah, Nuvolet's getting he's getting the primos. Yep. Alright, we also have Rossley, who I was super excited for. And I mean, after seeing him, if I had to choose between the two, I'd probably, I'm going to be honest. I'd probably pull for Rossley if I had to choose between one or the other. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's his kit, man. His kit is just, it sounds so cool. Okay. (sighs) The thing is like for him with his kit, I think he looks amazing. I think his attacks look great. Um, But he's got that hotel manager hit points crap mm, and, but uh, with a twist though eh. with a twist so here you go okay. rossley is a cryo catalyst when rossley hp falls below a certain amount his next charge attack will be enhanced to become uh rebuke vaulting fist that deals more damage mm-hmm. it will not consume stamina and after hitting will restore hp for him and by combining his normal attacks that have been enhanced by his elemental skill, Rossley can control his HP fluctuations and buff his normal attacks and his charge attacks. And I think that is sick. Yeah, no, it, it's a really cool looking kit. If there's one character that I love the rotation for, it's Ido. Okay. Where you do the charge attack, right? When you're mm-hmm. at full, like you throw Ushi out. Yep. And then you have full stack, and then you can do the charge attack. And then you weave, right? Light, 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 and then charge again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool where, yeah, you are managing the HP, but you can control how it's managed. Okay. I mean, I guess that's fair because I, I enjoy playing Ito. Um, but I mean, it's also like Yanfei. Like, Yanfei is like, you know, regular type, regular type, regular type, charge attack. And then you just cycle through, like, back and forth between them. And it keeps you mm-hmm. engaged. Yeah. So I, um, I love that his the catalyst at least I didn't see it, but the catalyst is like nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. He's just got these big robotic gauntlets on, and I love it. Um, so that's one of the things that I noticed. Like we got our first cryo catalyst, and I and when I saw it, I was like, I guarantee it's gonna be short range. It's gonna mm-hmm. be like Hazo or something. Yeah, be- because if it had like a full range cryo. Like with a catalyst like that, I feel like that being able to freeze enemies like that, like consistently on the fly at at distance, would break a lot of the combat mechanics in the game, and just allow you to cheese a whole lot of it. Right. And so I was like, this if they do a cryo catalyst, there's no way they're going to give it range. There's no way. Yeah. And and they didn't. They didn't. They they made him a they made him a, you know a wacky smacky dude. So. Yeah, I like it. I like. Yeah. It. No, it's cool. Um. Okay, we got two new weapons. Uh, These will be the signature weapons. Uh, Tome of the Eternal Flow is a catalyst. It looks super good. This is Nuvalet's signature catalyst. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks really cool. And then we have Cash Flow Supervision, which is another five-star catalyst. This is going to be for Rossley. It fits the bill. I like it. It it just looks super. It looks kind of goofy. looks goofy, but I like it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm not too big on the uh, Cash Flow Supervision myself. Um. And then my only thing about the tome, I think it looks really cool, but it is another blue book. Yep. Yeah. We have a lot mm-hmm. of blue books in the game. Yeah, this game really cool. likes the color blue, like a lot, yeah. Yeah. a lot, a lot. Blue, blue, everything. Yeah, everything's blue. Uh, 
I, I, also, I, that's why I want to get to Natland so we can get some red. Yeah, see, blue is kind of like my aesthetic, so red, I'm just like, nah, but we'll see. I just want some variety, that's all. I know. <laughs> we have a new set of four-star weapons as well. We have the Dock Hands Assistant, which is a sword. Portable Power Saw, which is a claymore. Prospector's Drill, Pole Arm, and Range Gauge Bow. Uh, there will also be some new weapons added to the weapon event wish. So these are the four new weapons that will be added into the wish banners for yep. the weapon event. Um, what's your favorite one? Uh, so it's a toss up between the two. Uh, I like the, uh, extended exacto knife sword, the mm-hmm. dock hands assistant. Yeah. Uh, like, like a box cutter sword. I like that. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, chainsaw claymore. Oh Yeah. Yep. Chainsaw Claymore. That's Chainsaw all I got to say. Chainsaw Claymore takes the cake here. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Yeah, um, it's it really had, cool. It has to have animation on it. It has to. I demand it. And sound. When you're hitting people? I will I will only let the sound go because I feel like it would be incredibly obnoxious. After, like, you're like, you're, like you would have it. That's the best part. You're like, oh, this is amazing. And then after about a week, you're like, this is annoying. Yeah. You're so, right, you're right. It would but, be annoying. But, but still, no, Ch- Chainsaw chainsaw Claymore, is that, that's, that's pretty sick. We have new bosses and enemies. The first one is the Experimental Fuel Generator. Uh, this is, looks like it's going to be a world boss, a product of the Fontaine Research Institute of Kinetic Energy Engineering that has gone out of control due to an accident. Uh, and it looks like this is going to have a lot to do with the new area that we're also going to be exploring as well. Mm-hmm. So this would be like your like a ruin equivalent world boss, but I guess we're not getting ruin world bosses anymore. We're getting these mechs. So uh, I suppose so because it, like it's kind of like the the mechs that we're gonna have stomping around Fontaine. Yep, it definitely falls in line with that. Uh, but did you see the mechanics for this fight? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the anti the, with the light gravity and this high jumping and things like that. Yeah, that yeah, that it's low be good. gravity. I think it's called mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Be, be cool. I like, I like that a lot. I feel it, like they're getting really creative with the fights in in Fontaine. They are, they are. So they need to just mash them up now. <laughs> Coded the abyss. Have fun. <laughs> Millennial Pearl Seahorse. This is an ancient uh, suzerain of the Fontamer aberrant that dwells in a cavern has a body possessed of phantasmal beauty and a temper fiercer than a raging thunderstorm. Uh, so this is basically like your your dendro chicken, except it's for the Fontaine Electro Seahorse that we have. Yep, yep, Electro like, Unicorn. You know, yep, Electro Unicorn. Uh, um, love the design. Yeah, no, it looks amazing. Yep. I love that they made the seahorse like an actual horse, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it oh, legs yeah. and everything actually looks like a horse. It does, um, yeah. It's got, like, but then it's got like, the seahorse element. It's got like, the like the like flowy tail on it. Yep. And kind of like the the front scales. I like the pearl in its chest too. That's that's a nice touch. Yep, and that's actually the the pearl is actually a part of like the mechanic or how you would easily defeat it or something like that. So, um, I bet very cool. I, yeah, I saw like some attack. It like jumped up in the air and did like kind of like that that prancing like like that stage like pose. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it like, does like that in this big AOE attack to get like you know shoot it in the pearl to knock it back out of the sky or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. No. Yeah, we'll see. We have the Fatui Frost and Win operatives. Uh, we will encounter them uh, in the new area. I'm assuming 
they'll probably spread them out here and there in the in the rest of the world as well as they usually do when they add new enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, they are here under order of Arlecchino as well, is what they said. So. Yeah. Uh, so that that was tied into like the story bit, of like what's going on in this chapter. Yep. Um. So yeah, I one hundred percent see that. Um. They remind me a lot. They're like the um, the Fatui version of those Hilatrol enemies that we got in Sumeru. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The rogues, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think they look really cool. Uh, with their with their pants and their suits and everything. So mm-hmm. no, nah, no, nah, I'm down with it. No, nah, they look good. Yeah, you can definitely tell that they're they're there for Arlecchino as well. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. We also have new clockwork mecha. Uh, so we have some new sentry and patrol mecha that are going to be popping up underwater as well. Um, and you can look forward to those in the new area as well. They look like the current mecha blimp enemies we have in the water. Mm, yeah, they look a little different. I just, off the top of my head, without having like a side-by-side comparison, I can't really tell you why they're different, but I can I can tell that they're not the same. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But I can also tell you... They don't look that much different either. No, no. It's going to be get get the crab thing and then just swim around them and blow them up. Yep. Uh, new quests. We have a new Archon quest. So this will be Act 3 and Act 4. Act 3 is going to be To the Stars Shining in the Depths. And then Act 4, Cataclysm's Quickening. Um, and again, man, Cataclysm Quickening. It's like they're just showing that eeriness that's going to happen soon, and I cannot wait to experience that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also going to be where we see the Harbinger native to Fontaine, Arlecchino. So Arlecchino is going to make her appearance, and uh, she'll be meeting with the Hydro Archon and uh, the Udo, which would be Nervalette, to resolve a diplomatic incident, which is most likely going to be child who was uh, put under arrest by yeah. Nouvellet. Despite having not committed the crime that he was accused of. Oh, yeah. And Arlecchino is going to raise hell. Oh, yeah. Or raise the abyss, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have two story quests coming, which I was just like, oh, we're getting two story quests. Um, we have Rothsley's, uh, which is the Cerberus chapter, Act 1. And we have uh, Nervalette's chapter, which is uh, Dulave's chapter, Act One. So, looking forward to those. Um, I'm I'm looking. F- I, I don't know which one I'm looking forward to more, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I already saw a ton of character development in Nouvellet in 4.0, yeah. so I'm thinking he might be the one that I'm looking forward to the most. I'm excited to to see. To, to learn more about Rossley. Because right now he just seems like a really cool looking jailkeeper. Mm-hmm. So I want to learn more about his motivations and like what's his driving factor and what is he doing? How does he how is he going to play into this into the overarching uh story as it as it unfolds. Mm-hmm. So very very excited to see that. And I'm hoping that with um with Nouvellets that we'll see more into his past. Like maybe like some of the history that he had surrounding like, you know, Navia's dad. And how he handle how he just handles his you know being the judge that he is. So we'll we'll see, but I I hope that there's some character deep dives behind it because I just did um, uh, Lenny's mm-hmm. or Lenny's uh character chapter and that was really good. I really enjoyed yeah. that one. 
Uh, new events that are happening in 4.1. We have the Waterborne Poetry event. Um, namely, 100 Pace Hurling Rites, Inspiration Eruption, and Mending Painting pros- Prospects, which are going to be the events that are uh, included in this. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, you're going to get a ton of rewards. So you're going to get a Crown of Insight. You're going to get Talent Materials, Mystic Enhancement, or Hero's Wit, all the good stuff. Weapon Ascension Materials and Prima Gems, obviously. And then there is also a four-star catalyst weapon called Ballad of the Boundless Blue. Another blue book. Yep, another blue book. (laughs) And it's going to come with the Dandelion Bookmark. And that will be the the refinement material that you can use to get that Uh. four-star weapon to R5. I don't know who this catalyst is going to be good for, because, like, the Dandelion Bookmark makes me think it's going to be good for Venti. Since it's since he's on banner, but, but doesn't Venti have his own character weapon? He, I think maybe I don't know. He might. Oh yeah, he does. He has the harp, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the liar. Yeah, the liar. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but this would be like his four star equivalent. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess I'm all for free weapons. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could be for uh, Nervalette or. Rossley, but I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we don't have any stats on any of the new weapons yet, so we'll have to wait and see how they do. Yeah, they stopped doing that. I don't know why. Um, any of these? Uh, what? Which of these three events looks the most like that? What? Which one are you most interested in? Uh, I would say either the hundred pace hurling rights, which is like it's kind of like a shooting gallery kind of thing. Yep. Um, either that or the um, the the picture taking where you have to assemble the picture for the landscape. Yeah, the picture one is probably going to be my I, I favorite. I think you and I just sucker for, like, camera events. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, well, that's why we need... views. Exactly. I don't need fair one here, but like, no, a combat event. I don't think he likes the combat events. No? Uh, I think he likes, the like, kind of the next one. So the, the next event is Dodoko's Bombastic Adventure. Okay, yeah, so this Bomberman game looks great. Yeah, uh, so it's basically like you're playing, like, a board game. Uh, with mm-hmm. the doko and you're you're basically fish blasting in a game and it's awesome yes i think pharaoh's gonna love this i like that it's like hey there's some things that we have to do but we that, but uh lisa had to make something for clee to keep clee from going out and getting into trouble i love it yeah it's like okay you know what i'm, I'm down it's the short form story i needed for for an event like yep. and it's perfect yeah, no, it, it looks super cute. I'm I'm down. Yeah. We have Radiant Harvest as well, where wondrous creatures that should have only existed in the laboratory have suddenly appeared all over Fontaine's waters. Uh, so we're going to help a merchant called Keshawn, who's up to his neck in work. And we are there to basically collect violet glow jellyfish from the waters of Fontaine because they're not supposed to be there. Oh. It's very weird. I mean, uh, the, it's, it's a it's a it's a go get them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just fish quest. It's the weird. <laughs> uh, the, the peaks and troughs of life. You encounter a very nervous researcher by the shore in the southeast of uh, Barrel Region. He seems to be testing a small prototype device. Um, and this a device. Uh, it's kind of like imagine a rhythm and combat game put in one. This it, it could be interesting. Um, I like that the mechanic that he has seems like it has its own separate thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so that's not just some passive thing that's going on in the background that you just, it's, oh, we're going to do this thing, and you don't really pay it any mind at all. Right. Um, so this seems like it may be a little more interactive. I'll have to wait and see. Okay. Yeah, I I think it, it reminds me of the one where you take the picture and everything blows up. Ah, oh, see, I love that event. I mean, I that love it. super fun. I'm just saying that's what this reminds me of. So okay. if it's not too much different from that, it's it, I'm going to like it. I just, yeah. it just will just be another one of those events, but who knows? Sure. Yeah. But not the camera one's cool where you just, it does just that the, the, when you get like 12 enemies and you just hear that clicking going on 12 times and just huge numbers are on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, th- this is a good combat event. It's a good feeling. It is. It's very, very satisfying. Overflowing mastery. Uh, so like always seven days of consuming original resin or or, is it original? Yeah. Original resin. Do not use your condensed resin. Yeah. I mean, you can, because you can farm these as much as you want. So if you have condensed resin, you can, but you want to save at least, what is that? 20. So you want to save at least 60 resin for this event. That's original Mm -hmm. resin. Yep. Uh, because you can get double drops for talent level up materials Obviously, it depends on whatever, uh, whichever one is available to farm that day. But very good opportunity, especially with all these new characters coming out. Yeah, it just sucks. Like right now, all the characters I need are like a Wednesday, and it's like yeah. all the, like all of them are like on the exact same day. It's like, of course yeah. they are. Hmm. Uh. Okay. My 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 favorite part. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Login event. So we got a login event with two new gadgets. Uh, and this is the bathing and flowing moonlight. Uh, and we can claim, uh, so this is going to be a login event where we can get up to 10 intertwined fates. We're going to have mystic enhancement or some Mora and hero's wit, but then we're also going to get an additional 1600 prima gems in mail for fragile resin an itty bitty polka dot bikini. I mean, Octo baby, <laughs> And a portable aerodynamic gelatinous bubble generator. It's basically like a bubble blower that you can just I, set up and blow bubbles into that. Yep, I'm all down for the bubble gun. Such a good in-game mail thing. Like, yeah. you get a whole ten pull. You get four fragile resin, and you get a little octa baby pet, which I think is super cute. And mm-hmm. you get a bubble generator. It's pretty yep. cool. So this is the third anniversary login thing, I believe. Yeah. Yep. But uh, from what I'm understanding is you, they're giving the intertwined fates and stuff for the login, but the other stuff is going to be claimable in game like mail. Okay. Yeah. So like the, the bathing and flowing moonlight is separate from claiming via in game mail. Those are two oh, separate is it? things. Oh, okay. So you're getting, yeah, so we're getting like 20, uh, 20 pulls, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah, which is good because I think that's what they did last year, and the year before that was only 10, and people were like not happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, well, people always get more and more greedy with every anniversary. Like, hey, you know, like people are like, what are we going to get a free five-star? I'm like, man, I need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Star Rail gave it to us, so, like, I can understand, like, where they're coming from now, but, like... It, well, Star Rail's yeah. still trying to build up its player base and everything else, too. I mean, they've been throwing True. out currency left and right in that game. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think the, the gadgets are really cool. Uh, The pet's cute. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. So now we're going to go through a couple new adjustments as well. So they have a highlighted adventure rank ascension uh, quest. So it's going to give you uh, more hints on what you need to do exactly to increase your adventure exp- uh, adventure rank, gain more adventure experience. Um, and they also toned down the requirements for the ascension quest. So they yep. made it a little bit easier and re- and and they decreased the amount of time it takes to actually do an ascension quest. And I'm fine with that because the ascension quest like domain thing is just kind of a slog yeah um mm-hmm. so i'm i'm completely fine with all of this yeah i think and that's I think... a good removal of barrier of a good barrier of entry removal tool for like new players yeah and i've seen a lot of people on twitter like oh i was gonna let all the noobs like raise their raise their adventure rank and oh, i had to do it you know why don't they have to it's like well nobody it's, has it's, to do it everybody it, can just pay yeah, dude, it, <laughs> it's 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 not a PvP game, dude. It's like, yeah. oh, we're gonna let all the noobs get in. It's like, so what? It's a single yeah. player game unless you're co-oping bosses. And people are already skipping it. They were already paying money to to use prima gems to get resin so they could get their rank up. But this is nothing yeah. new. Yeah, this is. I mean, this this is fine. People, there, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. Uh, we have Adventure Encounters. This one kind of confused me for a little bit, and then it kind of oh, slowly this started to make sense. Yeah, this is yeah, really this good. Is good. Uh, so we have Encounter Points, which are only valid on the day they are obtained. Uh, whenever the daily commissions refresh, so too will your Encounter Points reset. Uh, methods of obtaining Encounter Points include completing quests like Archon Quests, Story Quests, World Quests, or Invitation Quests. Uh, the Encounter Points you gain will depend on the length and type of said quest. Uh, you can get them from collections, so collecting Lost Oculi, uh, the Crimson Agates from uh, Dragonspine, Luminspar, uh, the Plumes of Purifying Light, opening chests, and taking part in events and completing event objectives and obtaining rewards will also net you encounter points. Um, and then you can use these points then to get more rewards. So you can still do your daily commissions, but you also have this new um, thing. But you can also, I guess, exchange encounter points for commission rewards. Yeah, basically you can do it to, I don't want to do this commission. And you can just use the encounter points instead just to get the rewards for it. Mm, but you could do the commission and still get the rewards. Yes. Yeah, see, this is this is... Good for some people, but bad for people like me where you just gave me a reward to do something. So now it's just something, an extra thing that I need to do. Well, the thing is, like, the only thing that I don't like is that the points expire every day. Because, like, when I'm going, like, like today I just finished getting 100% in the last area of Fontaine. Mm -hmm. I have no Archon quests. I have no story quests. I... Literally, I have, like, my dailies and then my domains and stuff. So, like, I can't... There's no way for me to really get encounter points right now if they were in the game at this Mm. moment. So, because I've been playing your game, now I don't get the encounter points. But if I could build them up and, like... If I could, like, store them up and bank them to where, like, oh, well, tomorrow I do commissions and there's, you know... Oh, uh escort this balloon through Inazuma. It's like, I don't want to do that. But I don't have that option because I don't have any encounter points because I can't bank them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what so, you're saying now. That's my only thing. And, I mean, it's not a big deal because, I mean, dailies are, are easy. Right. Um, and it keeps you giving something in the game, something to do in the game. But at the same time, I just feel like that, that they should just be able to pile up your inventory just like we do with the um, like the the sigils. Mm-hmm. And it, w- it would be fine. But, yeah, yeah it is what it is. Um, well, yeah, I, then, I think it'd be convenient for some people. Yeah, I I can see that like totally now because like mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. I didn't really even understand it to be honest. So, but now I do. But yeah, now yeah. I can definitely see your point there. Um, we have a new map, Old Fontaine Research Institute's Central Laboratory. Uh, so this is where the big allogravity uh, condensed water bodies that we saw in the. In the 4.0 live stream program where you saw like those big floating water cubes in the air with like land masses on them or inside of them even. Yep. Um, that's where these come into play. So now we're finally going to be able to go see them in 4.1, which I think was probably like one of the more interesting things to me other than just pure wa- underwater exploration. Yeah, this is one of the most unique aspects that we've seen so far. I'm super excited to go here. For sure. Uh. The scenery is designed to be ragged and desolate. They talked a little bit about like showing the barrenness and like the the sadness of the accident that happened, which also, like we mentioned before, uh, with the with the field boss, that's going to tie into that. So, yeah, um, but very cool. We also have the Fortress of Meropede, uh, which may seem like a prison, but in fact should be regarded as a gathering place for exiles. But the whole time they talked in the live stream program, they called them inmates and like prisoners. So, uh, getting whiplash but, from from yeah, how the, they want me to perceive this. So, but they also stated that this is it's a place where exiles go to, but some of them don't want to leave. So mm. that 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 was one that was one of the statements that came was like you know some of the inmates here you know choose to stay. So. You know, you got to wonder what's going on. Got it. That makes sense. So, yep. I'm like, I like, but uh, I like it. They talked a lot about the design aspect and like how they got a lot of steampunk influence in here. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a lot what we were expecting out of like Core Fontaine. Oh, that's this is exactly what I thought Fontaine was yeah, going to be. That's what I thought Fontaine was going to be all this. So uh, yep. lo- lots of brass and like yellow lights and gears and crap like that. I like it. So yeah, it's, it's going to be good. And it's all underwater. Yep. Very cool. Uh, here you go. You have to be excited about this. We have new TCG editions. We have new cards. We have Dea, Wanderer, and Yao Yao. I will go back, play the TCG, and I will get Dea's card. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 1,000%. She's worth it. We don't have any uh, additional knowledge about these, uh, but we do see that we have new shroom enemies, too. If you look at the picture, we have new... Uh, the, the fungi. Yeah, the fungi. Um, so yeah, so there's that. And then we also have a new heated battle mode that is coming out so you can get more of the lucky coins through the heated battle mode, as well as a forge realms temper, which will also give you lucky coins. It's kind of like a challenge. And then you can use those coins to purchase more cards. Um, they have a resounding melodies concert bundle, which will be, uh, which will include Prima Gems, a name card, a wind glider, and a furnishing. And there's uh, more info on that. How do you how do you like this? Uh, I think it's interesting. Did you see the wind glider on it? 
Yeah, it looks it's really like the, cool. The gold and like the black almost. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is it's, it's a nice change, but it's actually got four wings instead of two. It's like almost like butterfly wings. Yeah. This so, is going I, on my wanderer for sure. <laughs> no, it's it's a good looking set. So um now this bundle, is this something I guess that we gotta buy separately? I don't th- they didn't make it seem like that. I could be wrong, but it seemed to me that we were getting everybody would be getting this, but I okay. I could be wrong. So I mean, if we, if we all get it unlocked, then I'm cool for it. Yeah. Uh. So, but yeah, I think I think a lot of this looks looks really good. They do say there is more information from the official account soon. So if you are interested in the Resounding Melodies concert bundle, you could check that out. I don't know why they don't just do like a hey donate like a dollar and this is what you get like. I think a lot of people would be okay with that, but I don't know. I don't know, make, making people buy something to get in-game rewards. I don't know. It's yeah, it's something outside of the game, right? Like obviously, like oh, if I if I spend money in the game, I get stuff in the game, sure. But now I'm spending yeah. like money outside the game to get it's yeah. I don't know. <laughs> kind of um, in a rubber boy. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like that's it for four point one overall. I think this looks like a solid update. Yeah, uh, just seeing the, the new characters that we got, I mean, all look great. Um, new weapons are cool. New event looks cool. Um, the new story with how they're talking about how we're, you know, what we're going to be doing in 4.1. I'm not sure if we want to dive into that, but we can probably save that. Yeah, let's um, save it. Yeah. yeah. But just everything from that opening cinematic has me really excited for the next chapter in the story. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we, we started off with, like, you know, a serial killer case um, and, like, you know, lies and deceit and death and everything else. It's like Fontaine is very, very dark. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, but, but but I'm here for it, so it's all good. Yep. All right. Let's jump into question of the week. Yeah. So this question actually wasn't a question at all. Um, It's just something that happened to come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. while we were talking about some other things. And uh, Yusu actually mentioned it just as like, hey, I would like to like do this thing. I like it. That is question of the week material, and I love it. So, Let's yeah, we, it. We, I just took it and, and turned it into a question. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Yusu says, um, like we were talking about factions. Uh, so we rephrased that we rephrased as a question. Like, if there was an organization... Or a faction in Genshin, which that you could join, which one would you join and why? And this is talking about things like the Adventurer Guild, uh, the Abyss Order, uh, the Fatui, the uh, the the Tenryo Commission, or the Academia. You know, what would you pick, and what would be your motivation for doing so? Mm-hmm. So, um, have you had a chance to consider your options? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, it took okay. it took me a little bit to find it, and mm-hmm. then once I found it, I was like, "Oh yes, I remember this. Like this is something that I experienced recently." Uh, so, the backstory to my decision is: I was doing daily commissions in Inazuma to get uh, achievements because I'm still in Inazuma. I have like a couple more. I have like a Gourmet Supremo is one that I need to do, mm-hmm. uh, but I was hunting secret achievements, and there's one where. You get a you got to do like a prerequisite quest. I don't know what it is, but then you can go to the Narukami Shrine, okay. and you can pull a fortune slip. And yep. when you pull the fortune slip, 
you get a special dialogue from a particularly mean person. That oh, yeah. To... I remember this quest chain. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool quest chain. It is. And every day you go and pull a fortune slip and you get like a new little line of dialogue and it's mm-hmm. different. So I think the first one's like in the middle of a foggy night or foggy morning or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that's like in the middle of a cloudy morning. And each time you <laughs> click that dialogue, yeah, I don't know what it, it's it, it literally it says foggy and cloudy on two different days. I don't know. So, but uh, every day you get like a new location and you go and you fight an enemy at that location. And it turns into this. I don't want to spoil everything. Um, but this is probably one. This, this is the most interesting, like sides, like world quest storylines in the yeah. game. I thought. Yeah, um, I thought it was really cool. And, um, yeah, you you go through this. You you figure out like why this person is so angry with like with you all the time, um, even though like you literally have done nothing wrong to them. And the, the the turn of events is really cool, but it has to do with the uh, Shumatsuban, which is mm-hmm. the Inazuma like ninja clan. Yep. Uh, Sayu is part of them, uh, so they do like really cool things in that quest. Where yeah, I, I don't I don't want to spoil it, but it's really good if you get a chance to do it. I I'm sorry, I forget the name of the prerequisite quest, but um, I was just hunting like random achievements, and I just stumbled. I'm like, oh, a new quest unlocked. That's cool. Yeah, and I went and did it, and it was just like super fun. So, uh, but if I had to choose one to be the Shimatsu Ban, uh, I like ninjas, and I I told Ran like I know what it is, and it's kind of cheesy, but it's the uh, closest thing to Naruto you're gonna get. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I know. You don't even have to say it. Yep. I know you you, <laughs> you and Pharaoh exactly the same. I feel like Pharaoh would have a very similar answer. You uh, probably cause, would because y'all are some y'all are some big old shonen weeby nerds. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm cool with it. Also, it's. Also, Tarumaru, the dog, he's a retired mm-hmm. Shumatsuban, so yeah. He is. Is it like Master Tarumaru or something like that? Yeah. Um, also, Kamisato Ayaka is mm-hmm. in the Shumatsuban. Unknown position, but has some authority, and so is Toma. Mm. I didn't know Toma was. Yeah. Very but cool. I guess that makes sense. Yep. Because um, I remember there was an event, what was it, where we had to fight Tarumaru. Oh, yeah, it was that? like the pairing one, the pairing event. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was fun. What about you? Oh, man. So I didn't... I looked into some, and I considered a bunch. Like, I looked at, oh, maybe the Knights of Avonis. Like, no, because, I mean, I was in the army, like, in real life. Yeah. So I was like, I, I don't want to do that again. Um. So <laughs> so probably not. So that kind of rolled out, like, the Melolith and the uh, and the Knights of Avonius. Um, I thought about the Aramites. It's like that's really cool, but uh, the desert sucks. <laughs> um, but I do think that like the freedom, like the mercenary work, would be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, that and the Aramites all look amazing. Um, I'm not sure how I would look with braided hair. Um, but maybe. <laughs> uh, so it really came down to like a couple. Like I'm not going to qualify for the seven or you know the the hexen circle because I'm not you know a super mage or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it would probably come down to maybe the Crux Fleet would be kind of cool. Oh, I think that fits you good. The Crux Fleet would be a lot of fun. The Adventurer's Guild is a very basic answer. Yeah. Um. So, like, I feel like I could do the Adventurer's Guild, but I feel like that's such a cop-out answer. Yeah, I can um, see what you're saying. 
So I would, if I had to choose, I would probably say either the Crux Fleet or the Fatui. Mm. Because the Fatui feel like, especially now that we've seen, uh, now that we learned that not all the Fatui are bad. Right. Like, per se, like, they're not all villains. Like, Child does bad things, but he is not a bad guy. Yeah. Um. And then we now we have Lenny and Lynette, and they are not bad people from what we've seen. They are victims of circumstance. Um, so maybe the Fatui, uh, if, if I had that level of freedom and autonomy that they kind of have, I right. could maybe do that. Um, because it, to me, they feel like the Adventurers Guild, but uh, they're not hindered by... The, the restrictions or that the Adventures Guild have. I mean, they have their own set of standards and rules and things, of course. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I could be a Fatus. A Fatus. Fatus. Yeah. I think the being a Fatui would be is super interesting. I, I think that there's a lot of different motivations, like with every, um, every faction. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I think that they are interesting. Um, and I, that's one of the things I'm interested in going to uh, Shneznaya to seeing a lot more uh, fleshing out of the organization as a whole. Oh, I can't wait till we go. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's going to be good. Especially with all the crap that we see, all the harbingers and things. Yeah, let's yep. go. I'm ready. Yes, yeah, such a good question. Like, never have I thought about if I, I could join mean- any faction. Dude, I always forget about it. It's like, oh, the treasure hoarders. Like, they aren't just random enemies. Like, they are in organization. Yeah. And it's like, I because you're just used just to beating the crap out of them all the time, you just think they're just random world goons. Yep. But it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, that that's, no, that that, that was a great thing. When I when I saw that, I was like, oh, this this needs to be asked. Yeah. It's pretty so, good. Pretty good question. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's good. So, yeah, thank you for uh, for bringing that up in, uh, in just conversation, you two. I appreciate that one. All right. That is the end of the show. Hope you guys enjoyed 4.1 a live stream program. I know I did. I I had goosebumps. I was yeah. And I was excited. Yeah. I didn't even watch it right away. And I I thankfully remained spoiler free for the most part because when I watched the trailer and I watched, I was very happy with what I saw. Yeah, and I, everything looks really good. And don't forget to claim your uh your three redemption codes for your 300 primos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, by the time they hear this episode, that's going to be well and gone. Yeah. Um, but a new feature worth mentioning is that whenever these things do air. Um, the Hoyo Lab inside the app. If you log in out, so you no longer have to go to the and fuddle through like the website, the redeem, whatever. If you just go into the app itself, uh, on the uh the the game screen, like there's like the far left one where it's got following home events, and then there's the next one next over to and you'll see like tavern, Hoyo guides, and fan art. Mm-hmm. If you click on the Hoyo guides. There's actually a a list of all three codes right there, and they have redeem buttons right next to them. Yeah, it's such a such a good addition. Yep. So uh, yeah, as of right now, yeah, there's like an hour and a half left to claim the uh, the live stream code, so it'll be gone oh, by that's then. That's it. Wow. Yeah. They, they give you 24 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't think it. it was that short. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when the the live stream event, you get one day. Hmm. So interesting. That, yeah, it's really short to to have to claim that much currency. Yeah. So that's why you just, just do it automatically as soon as you can. That's crazy. So anyway, but yep, that's that, that's my last little plug there. Yeah. 
Um, other than that, I'm I'm handing <sighs> the show off to Rand. Rand, the the show is yours. I mean, <sighs> I I gotta say thank you to everybody who has supported the show while I've been the host. Um, I'm not gone forever. I will be in the server. I will be in the community. Uh, but it means a lot to me that you guys have listened to the show this much and um i i really don't know what else to say it it's it's great i'm still going to be a part of the community it's not like i'm going anywhere um i just got to take i got to take some time for myself but i'm still playing genshin i'm still going to be um listening to the show every single week so yeah um just thank you guys so much for uh supporting the show and uh Congratulate Rand for being the new host of the show. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's, it's it's a big thanks, man. And I I think that if anything, that you know, we all need to thank you for 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 making the show and uh, and the community. You know, because because without you actually having started all this, none of this would even exist. True. Thank so you, you, you uh, yeah, you you made something great, and uh, and I'm I'm gonna do my absolute best to uh to live up to what you've uh, to what you've built up. Uh, you will do just fine. I have and, uh, full faith in you. Yeah, well, you're you're not getting away completely. So, and I mean, I'm still going to drag you back here, even kicking and screaming. That's fine. But, I'll uh, be back every now and then. Don't worry. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Other than that, this has been another episode of the Resonance, and we will see you guys next week at Astra Abyssos. At Astra Abyssos. Mm-hmm.